Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five There's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. Oh, 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 oh. So I'm away from tradition, because when we be out, girl, it's full of me that. We wouldn't Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We have been on a uh, bit of a hiatus. We don't want you to be concerned. We have not been caught with the coronavirus yet. I mean, I'm pretty healthy. I'm quarantined here in uh, Southern California. Haven't really left the uh, the good old apartment here in a while. They've sent me home for work, so I'm working remotely, which actually makes doing this podcast a whole lot easier. And on the line today, we have the original co-host, who I know it's been definitely a minute since you've heard his voice in a while, but he is back. The boys are back in town. Wits and Roz. Wits, how you doing in Chicago? How How are you holding up, I think is a better question. Uh, I'm holding up okay, Roz. It's, uh, these are definitely interesting times that we're living in. Um, I think we're slowly coming to that point where most everything is going to be shut down, I would say, at least for you know a certain period of time, a week or two weeks. Um, but, yeah, you know, we're continuing to uh, get up every day and uh, you know go to the office, which I, I work in by myself. So it's, it's kind of a self-quarantine, <laughs> if we'll call it that. But, yeah, these, these are definitely some interesting times, no sports. Um, so, I, yeah. I want to jump I, in. I, I don't want to say uh, that coronavirus is like The Walking Dead, but there's a little bit of a feeling to it, like The Walking Dead, which you do have a good setup. Of all the people who are still working these days, which I consider myself doing, I mean, it's just a lot slower now since productions for films, appointments are all shut down, nothing's really going on in the entertainment industry. But for you, you have a house where there are more people in your house than there are in your office at any given point. So it's almost like <laughs> the best place to go to in the case of a Walking Dead situation or this coronavirus situation is your own office. And it's spacious. So you can take a walk during the middle of your day just within the office of itself. It has tons of stocked up items and food and clothes. I mean, almost like you're making out like a bandit here and going to work is actually the best thing you could do during this situation. Yeah, and I uh, I got a new couch the other day, so I took a little snooze on there midday today. Uh, very uh, very challenging times for those of you who don't know. I uh, work as a financial advisor for Edward Jones, so definitely been an interesting few weeks um, as the phones have been a little more active than they have in the past with what's going on uh, in the world and the stock market. But uh, just as always, Roz, we will persist and we will get through this. Um, and yeah, that you know, there, there's not as definitely not as much sports to talk about right now because uh, none of them are, are, are going on. But nothing's there, operational. Uh, there will be a day. 
yeah, nothing is operational, but we will uh, we'll get past this. And uh, I know the NFL has been making a little news with uh, the CBA and a couple trades. So, you know, there is a little bit of sports to talk about. But other than that, it's, uh, it's we're kind of in a wait-and-see period right now. Right. And uh, I, I just I kind of let it sit in. I was going to do a solo show last week. I was going to try to get somebody else on to talk about the coronavirus because I think we need to. I think it needs to be talked about not in the aspect of what it is doing damaging to our system, to our society, whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit about the political elements of it. But with sports, like, it is it's truly heartbreaking. And I am so for player safety first. And they should be doing what they're doing. That's the only way to contain this virus. But my God, Xander, because I know you know who I am. I know people who know me really well that listen to the show know who I am. I have not attended school, work, or any obligations during the opening rounds of March Madness in the 13 years, what am I, I'm 25 now, in the 13 years I've been a diehard March Madness fan, and for me to be sent home from work to work remotely and also not have March Madness going on at the same time was one of the most heartbreaking moments for me for two reasons this year. One, I just love March Madness and what it has to offer. Take away the gambling, take away the sports in itself. It's just one of those happy-go-lucky moments where you get to see these players living out their dreams, and I mean, March Madness brings so many people together. And then for the second reason, which, which is crushing, like, I don't even know to what magnitude, but to it, definitely a magnitude I can't explain, the Dayton Flyers were going to be a one seed in this year's March Madness tournament, and now we will never know if they did get that seed, and we'll never know if they did have the actual chance to win the national championship, and that is soul-crushing. I am so hurt by this. The, the team was so incredible. We had probably the best player in the country in OB Toppin, and then we had an amazing senior class. It's crushing. It's very heartbreaking. And March Madness, I know you know how much it means to me, but I, I, I'm going down a little bit because it's going down. Yeah, so March Madness, I think, is probably the greatest sporting event that we have right now, I would say, in the entire world. Um, so it stinks for all the fans that we're not going to be able to enjoy it, but also for all the players, particularly you know, the seniors um, at all the schools where this might have been their last shot, and some of them getting a shot for the first time, and, you know, some of those smaller schools that you hear a couple of great stories every year. So, unfortunately, that's not going to happen this year, and, you know, maybe they'll get another year of eligibility. I know it's talking about this. We saw the spring sports, and we'll see what happens with the winter ones too. But, you know, this is uh, I mean, a time for sports out there, but, get this thing kicked in the butt and we'll we'll be back eventually i don't know when but it, it'll be sometime well hopefully sometime sooner rather than later i mean what we've got so far is the nba is looking for a mid-june um pickup again interesting talks about kevin durant potentially coming back this season um he's already kind of shut down that idea there's no need to rush him back um especially since we saw what happens um when you rush players back of his caliber uh, really right. makes them susceptible to injury. I mean, I've heard Major League Baseball now not going to start until May. I don't know what the implications on that means for the season. Will it go deep into probably, November, December? I'd probably say probably a shortened season. I don't think you can really take baseball into just maybe early. But I would say shortened season is the most likely outcome from this. Right. I'm assuming... Probably, this might maybe I'm wrong. It could be a shortened season still, but I see them doing a lot of doubleheaders for series, um, which is not going to be 
which isn't super beneficial to the players. It's going to put a lot of strain on them. I mean, we'll see how it all uh, works. This- I, I, I don't know, honestly. I think if, if we're going to do a shortened season, then it'll be pretty regularly scheduled. We'll just play, you know, maybe 140 or 130 games instead of 162. So I don't, I, they don't, they're not going to stack up double headers the entire year. They're either going to, you know, make it shorter or, you know, whatever they decide to do, they're not going to put extra strain on the players. They're just going to accommodate you know, the start date and make it as regular as possible. It's just not going to be long. It'll be, again, uncharted territories. I don't. I think some of us can speculate what might happen, but no one's ever seen anything like this before. I mean, there's been strikes that have held seasons out and shortened seasons. We saw it with the NBA most recently, um, and LeBron went on to win a title that year. Uh, but no, this is really uncharted territory. We don't really know what's going on. I mean, the most... March Madness I've had since all this went down is our buddy Jared Rubin playing it on the Xbox 360. I don't even know if you guys still have that anymore. Um, we're going to run a tournament through <laughs> him. Did. Yeah, Xander's still holding on tight. Mine went mine went to the grave very recently, but uh, it's tough, man. I uh, I really look forward to March Madness every year. I look forward to the golf that's supposed to be here, too. I mean, the Masters being postponed, some fear that the Masters won't even kick off. Uh, you heard Jack Nicholas earlier this week on ESPN saying that it is a, it's not a summer course, uh, Augusta, and that they don't play during the summer. So if they were to reschedule it, people are saying it would have to go in October, um, which again, the grass will be completely different coming off of the summer cycle. Um, and that course, they, it's usually very fresh, cut, cut really short when uh, we get into April. And it's just going to be a whole different element. Uh, something we haven't seen at the Masters before. That is if they do get the Masters up and going in time. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, I'm hearing crazy shit, man. I'm hearing that this could go months on months. I know that their graduation's canceled. My sister at the University of Minnesota just told me her seniors will not be graduating this year. I'm just, this is insane. And it's unprecedented, and we don't know a lot moving forward. And that goes to say with the disease and in politics itself, but in sports, we just have no clue. And part of me hurts in the fact that I feel that if this did come to an end relatively sooner than we expected, that we could have gotten a March Madness, maybe off in May Madness. But um, they've canceled it. I've got to move on. Probably won't move on until after this week since this would be the kickoff, the opening rounds of March Madness. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you said, there is stuff. ESPN got really lucky with the way the NFL offseason works and the NFL offseason kicked off hard today. Um, we're really excited to be reporting a little bit about it. If you guys know me, um, my team name is Beats by DeAndre, which was the biggest news today as DeAndre Hopkins has been traded by the Texans to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they did get David Johnson back um, and a draft pick, but or two draft picks, but this trade blew my mind in a time where I'm finding it hard to have my mind blown even more. DeAndre Hopkins, by far and away the best receiver in the league over the last four or five seasons, and he is now on a different team. You take him away from Deshaun Watson, such a crucial weapon. And may I argue that Kenny Stills looked good this year, but Kenny Stills is an aging veteran that it was nowhere near the talent of DeAndre Hopkins. And they can't keep Will Fuller, that other draft pick they had, on the field for more than five games a season. Not super sure what's going on here. Um, and I know you're a little less harsh about these things. I think Bill O'Brien, who has 
been on my shit list before. I think he is firmly there for the long term because this is a guy who, instead of helping their team, I think really hurt their team. They did have a solid backfield with Carlos Hyde um, taking the majority of the snaps down the stretch last year. I think defense is something you probably should have focused on a little bit more. And that offensive line, obviously losing Laramie Tunsil, or they they brought in Laramie Tunsil and lost a first. They brought in, pick. yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a. A great addition, but there's some other additions that could have been made there as well to protect Deshaun Watson. I mean, the guy gets hit nonstop. So I'm very against his trade. I'm very, very team DeAndre Hopkins. And if wherever he's happy, I'm happy. But Texas, the Texas or the Houston Texans were a great place for him to be. Um, and the and the league was shocked by this as well. I mean, they could not believe it. And unless you're an Arizona Cardinal, you weren't too thrilled about this news. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand the trade. Um, you know, if you got a lot of draft picks back and, you know, we're trying to move in a different direction, then I could understand it a little more. But, um, you know, there's no denying that DeAndre Hopkins is a top wide receiver in the NFL. And the Houston Texans, I mean, I wouldn't call them a top tier team, but they've been pretty close the last few years and we're right on the cusp, I think, of being a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Uh, and I guess, I guess the main problem would be Bill O'Brien. I mean, he seems to be a guy who, first of all, can't win the big game and now makes this decision that probably doesn't make a lot of sense, especially taking on, you know, David Johnson. Forget about him, you know, as a player. You know, first of all, that's a big contract, $20 million guaranteed over the next two years for a guy. Now I'm going to get into him as a player who has uh, showed us that he could be the number one player in fantasy, but – He's been injured the past couple of years, and, you know, there's just not a ton of upside, especially when you're giving away the best wide receiver in the National Football League. So it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I'm trying to put together some of the pieces. I, I heard that maybe, you know, he was getting in an argument with Bill O'Brien about, you know, possible next contract that he was going to sign. And overall, I think this is bad for the Texans, fantastic for the Cardinals because, I mean, Kyler Murray, that offense had some spark last year, and now you're going to pair up DeAndre Hopkins with a very talented Christian Kirk and then, you know, a Hall of Famer and Larry Fitzgerald. This is going to be an exci- a more exciting offense, I think, this year than it was last year. And, I mean, I think it opens I mean, up for sure. I think their yeah. offense now, second-year Kyler, more weapons, way more versatility. Kenyon Drake is going to be back. They transition tag. I mean, the offense got exponentially better with Kenyon Drake, showing the decreased value of David Johnson, who they were okay with letting walk out the door. I mean, you made the point. He had the potential of being a number one fantasy running back, but like Todd Gurley and himself have done to me for the last three fantasy football seasons, they have mm-hmm. digressed, which I think I make that word up every time I say it, um, you mean regress? Yeah, we're going to go with regress. I like digress. Regress, there's a whole... Anyways, I create words. I started the dictionary. But I, th- there has been... I mean, we can ask Mikey about this. This year alone, it wasn't injuries that kept David Johnson off the field till the end of the season, but there was just such little production there for him. And I know the offense was changing. There was a lot less involvement in the screen game for him. But as a runner, he was not impressive either. This guy is slowly been getting worse each season and I don't think one I don't think he's worth DeAndre Hopkins ever and I and I know you agree with me in terms of the running back being the least valuable piece to the offense I mean they're interchangeable they don't last very long and that's why I don't see them get big contracts and I have you on record saying these things about running backs so I think Mm -hmm. this was a wildly absurd trade um 
And Bill O'Brien, like you said, he's just not hes not building a winning team. I think he got way too much power there in Houston, and uh, this is going to come back to bite him real hard, let me tell you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, if it happens to work out well for him, I just, I just don't see it. Um, I think whenever, whenever you have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, you know, I understand if you're a horrible team trying to get better and rebuild for the future, but, you know, that team, I would argue, is pretty ready to go in terms of being able to compete and being able to win. And DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the NFL, um, that's a great receiving core over there. But like you mentioned, Will Fuller is a guy who's super talented but can't stay on the field. Kenny Stills, I think, is a good player, but nowhere in the league of DeAndre Hopkins. So, you know, to get rid of the number one wideout who has shown a lot of great chemistry with Deshaun Watson over the past couple of years, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But you know what, Roz? <laughs> We're the fans. We're not making the decision. So that's what we get to do. We get to lay out our opinion, and we'll see how it all works out. But uh, on, on the surface, I think this it was a bad, bad deal. This for is the a Texans. bad one on the surface. Like, let me let me compare T-shirts, for instance. Like, and and this is clearly going to turn into our first sponsor. And I'm very excited to bring up this new sponsor because Ethan is totally tasked with reading off these ads. But it's like a T-shirt. Think about it, Xander. You were in college once, and you get those fraternities or T-shirts are very versatile. You can wear them out not to very respectful places, but you can wear them out. Be comfortable in them. And then they've come out with Henleys and better t-shirts that are nicer that you can wear to a good dinner. I can even wear them to work. But DeAndre Hopkins was the top class t-shirt. And you know what this is? I'm about to introduce you to the top class t-shirt. And that, right, that is True Classic Tees. What's up, everyone? I'm super excited about this new sponsor for our show. Style is changing. Formal wear is out, and the t-shirt is in. You can bet your sweet ass that Roz is in a t-shirt as often as he can be, whether he's flirting, working, or just uh, there's no rhyming word for laying around on his couch. True Classic Tees are my favorite. It's based in LA and a t-shirt company that's on the rise. The t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and incredibly versatile. The wash is super important because they always shrink my t-shirts slash the materials start to come apart. So that is that is a really big clutch part on why I have these t-shirts. You can wear them out, you can wear them to work or around the house, which I'm doing currently since, like most of us, none of us can leave the place with the coronavirus going on. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap. Only $15 for these t-shirts that you could wear to an office where you're churning out millions of dollars in revenue. And now you can get them for even less. All you gotta do is go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's B-L-E-A-V, believe, at trueclassictees.com. You could look like Roz, probably not so much Wits, because one, you wanna look like me more than you wanna look like Wits, but he's, he's <laughs> in a suit more often than not. I mean, this is coming from your sexy host here at the sporting, uh, oop, the opening line, <laughs> and, uh, and you're gonna wanna try True Classic Tees. Uh, go get them. B-L-A-V at trueclassictees.com. Um, yeah, so we're doing t-shirts now, wits. I haven't, I've, I, I'm into that game because that's all I wear. Um, and like I said, they're like the DeAndre Hopkins of t-shirts, so I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be sponsoring them. But let's, let's move on from t-shirts. A little more in the NFL. Another big trade, DeForest Buckner to the Colts, where the Colts are getting a bad grade, but I kind of like that move. You know, I think you need big pieces like that. I know one piece doesn't solve a defense, but that's a defense that is ever improving 
And with the likes of Phillip Rivers potentially going to Indianapolis, this could be a team that has already been competing, could be competing at another level next year. Yeah, and all the talk about Phillip Rivers going to the Colts, I, I might be the only one who thinks so, but I liked what I saw from Jacoby Brissett last year, and I would not be willing to throw in the towel, um, especially for a guy like Phillip Rivers. I mean, tell me I'm wrong, but, I mean, is that something that you would do right now? I don't know what I would do because um, I don't know what I'd do, mostly because I don't know enough about Jacoby. It wasn't a winning quarterback. I also don't know enough about Phillip Rivers moving forward. I mean, me and you have sat there on the line just seeing him lose game after game in important situation after important situation. And this is not a team that needs to dive into that for another three years, you know? And if uh, if Jacoby is the next best thing for them, then they need to not just strip this away from him because it's not often that a guy shines multiple times as a starter and then you pull that away from him. Obviously, one was luck came back from injury. This one would be Phillip Rivers coming and signing. Um, I, I agree with you. Leave Brissett. And worst comes to worst, you draft a quarterback down the line. Maybe you even draft a quarterback this year. I know it's not super, super deep, but who knows. Um, but you go with the younger arm, a guy that has shown that he is talented. Um, so, yeah, I would go with Jacoby with you. But I do see the value in Phillip Rivers if he is really ready to come back and perform. at He's he's a good at a Pro Bowl level. If they can get that out of Phillip, then I see why they would want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I just... I think Philip Rivers has had a great career, but I, I see a guy who has never really won anything, and uh, and we've we've gotten a big sample size from him. It's not like it was only a few years; it was like fifteen years of you've never really won anything worthwhile. So I, I don't see why you would, you know, take a shot like that on a on the last leg of his career when you have uh, a guy who might have the potential to be a, a pretty decent starting quarterback in the NFL. So. That's just my two cents on it, but I think this this is a very winnable division. Uh, you know, I think the Titans had a great year, but um, I wouldn't call them a powerhouse team. You've got the Texans who are in a similar boat, and the Jags. I don't know where the how they're going to be next year, but I, I think these are four relatively in the in the same type of category type of teams right now. So if you're the Colts, I would I would move forward. I like the move for Buckner, um, pairing him with Darius Leonard over there. Uh, this could be a team that can make some noise in the AFC South next year. No, absolutely. Um, and, and this all started with talking about that defensive trade. I think that is big. I think that helps solidify that defense up the middle at least a little bit more. Um, they're a good team. And like I said, I think the Texans are going the other direction, whereas I think the Colts are going up. So we'll see um, how that all works out. looks like the AFC South was busy beyond belief today. Um, and... The big question is we were kind of joking about this, and I'm really in a, kind of a state of shock still on how far this has come, but what's going on with Brady? You hear that it's down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. I just think this is a lot of blow and smoke, and it's not really relevant. Um, I, I don't know where you are thought-wise on this. I, I can't. I haven't even, honestly. I've not been following the Brady saga. I just I see a couple things here and there. Is that he goes back to the Patriots? But I honestly don't know anymore. I haven't even really been thinking about until today when all the trades came up. Uh, I can't picture Tom Brady anywhere else but New England. But I don't know. I mean, something could happen. He could sign a one or two year deal almost anywhere. Any competitive team that's looking to win a Super Bowl. So. 
I'm, I'm in a wait and see mode. I'm, I'm not going to predict about Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not budging. He's going to be a Patriot, you know? Like, I just don't want to buy into the hype because I don't think it's legitimate. I think it would, it would be pretty big news if he left. I mean, I think me and you would, could both agree on that, that I would definitely be shocked. I don't know about you, but it definitely would be some of the biggest sporting news we've had in a while, other than the fact that all the leagues that we love have been shut down. Yeah, I mean, re- relative to the player side of things, it would be very big news, but uh, relative to the entire professional sports uh, being shut down, I would say minor, but yeah, player-wise, it would be it would be very big news. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we are we're in a wait and see mode for a lot of things right now. So that is all we can say about it. Yeah, I mean, a couple other things: the Dolphins signed Byron Jones to be the highest-paid cornerback. Fun fact, Xander, I don't think you'll get this, but what team currently or before the Jones had the highest paid cornerback in the league? Um, the Raiders. No, it was actually the Dolphins already. <laughs> the Dolphins <laughs> had Xavier Howard, and uh, then they also signed Jones today. Um, so that's interesting. And Wits, I know we've got to wrap up stuff because you're a busy man, and the fact that we got this going – I'm in, impressed. Um, I'm probably going to carry the rest of the show the way today. But Wits, gambling, kind of out the window. Me and you could not have been more hyped about a week ago to start hopping on the gambling train with our buddy Rube for March Madness. What are we doing about gambling these days? I got to tell you, it doesn't look like there's a lot to gamble on. Um, I'm starting just to bet on which roommate annoys me first. Uh, so what are you doing to gamble? I mean, are you doing punchlines your sister drops at dinner like if she says this word do you make fifty dollars from your dad what are we doing to gamble at this point how fast it gets you to the office should i start gambling on that <laughs> well the gambling has been severely limited uh we're playing a little bit more online poker um but yeah honestly that's about it i'm uh saving up the rest of the money for a rainy day because uh you never have too much of it so the gambling is very limited right now right but our other sponsor wants to beg the differ and explain to you why they're going to help not only Wits and I out, but they're going to help you out. Because while you're waiting this out at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.com. I know no March Madness or any other leagues, but betonline.com still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack wits. I know the poker one is more relevant to you. So listen to this promo because you're going to get a little bit of a deal from us. And sports aren't totally done. There still is mixed martial arts because Dana White does not care for the well-being of his athletes anyways. We've got American Idol listed on here. I didn't know that was a sport, uh, but you definitely can't gamble on that either because they have selected winners. In fact, if you want reality tea, you always know where to come. Find me, Ethan Rose, 4 on Instagram. The election you can gamble on, that I did know. This could be a fun race. I lost some money in 2016, but you can gamble on that. The Spelling Bee apparently still being held, as well as Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. They're either still being held or are those just the next sporting events to possibly happen. Um, we'll see if those even last. But they're still fun to be had, so go to betonline.com and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, my listeners, 50% off with your promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, the fun never ends. Um, you heard it here, Wish. Go to BetOnline. Um, before you sign off, Go uh, tell us which uh, which of these things you're going to do on Bet Online. Uh, might bet on the election when it gets a little closer. <laughs> okay, but we'll, we'll see. Just just trying to get through tomorrow. Eh? Hey, I uh, I'm always looking too far ahead 
People say I need to enjoy the finer things in life. Wits, pleasure to have you on the show. I'm going to miss you even more. We'll talk to you soon because, well, I'm going to be on this hiatus for a long time. So I'm sure we'll get more and more shows off as we have the time to do so. Um, again, Wits, it was a pleasure having you on today. Any last things? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's your show, so I don't like that. But here we go. <laughs> it, it, have fun. He's going to hang up here. I'm uh, I'm going to continue on here for a second, letting you know what's going on. Uh, it's tough. L.A., Chicago, us having the jobs that we have. We've got a lot going on, but we're going to try to keep getting you content. we got Adam Koloff, who's going to be really good at doing that as well. We hope to have some guests here soon. Super hard with our schedules, and especially with coronavirus here. But I know the people at the Believe Podcast Network are going to help us out with that. We're personalities, man. We have a good time. We love coming on and doing these shows for you guys. It's hard for us, but it's cool because I like hearing the sound of my own voice. You know that egomaniac in me would never want to give this up. So I had fun giving the ads today. I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is being smart about this. Um, listen to the people who are telling you to quarantine. Listen to the people who are telling you to stay inside. Trust me, you're talking to an extreme extrovert, but you got to do what you got to do to keep our society up and running and moving forward. Everything will bounce back. Everyone will find their way, and uh, again, uh, not my. I, I just best of luck to people who are ill. Uh, I'm with you there. Stay healthy. Do your absolute best. The Packers signed Christian Kersky. We or or yeah, I got that pretty close. You know me. I'm gonna botch those every once in a while. And then we got Wagner on the offensive line. So the Packers were making move on day one. They're on their way to a Super Bowl this coming season. No matter the virus, no matter the situation, there's nothing taking down Roz and the Green Bay Packers. So you bet your ass we're ready to go. Um, this has been the opening line. I know I blundered that earlier in the show. But again, we appreciate you guys. Stay healthy. And uh, this is where we like to keep the line moving. Have a good one, everybody. Woo! 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 Get none. I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, is a flex to V. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get absolutely none. Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me, building up some press release. To get none. You'll get none. You'll get one. Oh, girl. Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch. Zach up in Fucking bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something Bushmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them Got a couple homies out in Austin Cost them, SSS, W tickets, cop them Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage A bigger wage is coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid and nothing's new again now my dick again If I came up out What I used to claim Back in blacker days Now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open Pack of plays Dave I'm pumped about your son man Your one man That got me into music In the first place In the worst ways I, I wanna give your boy The gift of feeling right brained And know the love That mom and pop And Drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me But every time I pull my head up There's a flex to V You'll get none You'll get none You'll get None, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe You're next to me With your fucking press release You'll get none You'll get none You'll get one Oh, girl Everybody want a piece when you are rock star They want to talk about the bottom
healthy and no peace, I lock down. How to handle situations from the top down. Let's have a more intelligent conversation. This total's interview and we was just a flex and a fake. A told my reply was some bullshit. And that's some true shit. And that's whatever feels good. And that's when it gets real good. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.